0: Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Night Live, the midweek service for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ. I pray that each of you are blessed this evening, wherever this message may be reaching you. And I pray that you are encouraged of God as we seek a deeper understanding of his word tonight. We're gonna go quickly to the word of the Lord. If you will follow us in the word to 1 Samuel, and we'll be looking at 1 Samuel 16. And we'll be looking at verse seven. Again, that's first Samuel chapter 16. And we're looking at verse seven and the word says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees, man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart sharing tonight from this particular set of scriptures as it relates to our thought, which you have seen shared, no filter. When we think of filters, uh, we think of social media. We think of things that may beautify us, that may cause us to look maybe a little better online than we do in person. And often when you see a hashtag that says no filter, It's someone who's taken a self-portrait, a photograph of themselves. Uh, They've given you a selfie that does not have any filters, that does not have any added makeup, that is their true uh, tone, that is their true body type, that is their true eye color. Um, Even we have filters that remove and add facial hair. But when it says hashtag no filter, that means they're giving you a picture of their true self. When I begin to think of this relative to the scripture, we find Samuel who had been sent by God to find a king in the house of Jesse. And when he gets there, he sees seven men of t- who are tall, handsome, beautiful men. And each of them to, in the eyes of Samuel appears to have the stature and mannerisms and the look of a king. But God speaks to Samuel when he has given him the oil to pour, and he recognizes the oil does not pour for any of these seven men. He says, Samuel, you're looking at the wrong thing. He says, while men are looking on the outward appearance and how men may show themselves or how men may put forth themselves or how we as people, the image that we try to portray to other people. He says, while man looks on the image, the vision uses their eyes to perceive how men are. God says, I do not look on the outward appearance, but God says, rather, I judge the heart. And often we say this in the context of when we do something that we feel we did with good intentions. And then we tell people, well, God knows my heart. But the truth about the matter is that when God was speaking this into the ears of Samuel, he had a rather... A different connotation. It was rather the converse of what we often use this scripture or passage for. He was saying it because he was he was telling Samuel, although they look good on the outside, they do not match on the inside. What I desire, the desirable traits I have for the leader of Israel, for the king of my people. He said, while you're thinking they look good on the outside, God says, I'm more concerned and I am judging more closely what is happening on the inside. So when I think of this text and the concept of no filter, I thought of how filters have altered our society. It kind of has had an impact and change on how we view others. And more importantly, how we view ourselves. One thing that I note about a filter is a filter tends to smooth out our imperfections. And if you will, they smooth out what may actually define you. It attempts to hide and conceal some of the things that may define you. Often when you have identical twins, sometimes it may be the smallest thing. My, my son, I have twins myself, so this is something that's personal to me. But when you have identical twins, sometimes it's just the smallest thing. Maybe it's a small imperfection or a birthmark that may differentiate between the twins. And sometimes that that little mark, that birthmark, whatever that, that mole, that freckle, that distinguishes between the two is what defines one and makes them apart from the other. And what I wanna let you know is that what separates us is not how we appear on the outside, but what we've been through, how we've handled our storms. You often hear it's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. I believe it was a, one of the football, famous football coach, who Vince Lombardi in Green Bay. He said, victory is just the difference between one man lasting one moment longer than the other. The victor is the one who lasts that moment longer and those who'd experienced defeat is the one who could not last. What I'm saying it is how you last through your storm, how you get yourself up off the mat, the way that you arise from everything that you've been through is what truly defines your character and defines who you are. So a filter that attempts to conceal my imperfections, it may simply be smoothing out the very thing that defines me. Why am I hiding my scars? One of the things that I've seen, a beautiful thing that uh, some men and women and women in particular, and we're talking about breast cancer awareness and uh, we're talking about um, women who've taken charge over their lives and victory over cancer. But sometimes these men and these women, when they have things that are removed, they have moles that are removed or whatever that may have been cancerous, they often now, instead of hiding and concealing, they show their scars because they recognize that those scars are a part of their story. They help define what they've been through. They help demonstrate that I am resilient. My scar is not something to hide. My scar is a testimony that something tried to take me out, but yet I'm still here. Yes, I have weapons that were formed against me, but no, they did not prosper. Yes, the devil tried to to take my life, but the Clark sisters sang, but yet I got away. My scars are a testimony of what God has done for me. Stop using filters to hide what defines you. But empower yourself through your testimony, because that's how you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. Stop using filters to smooth out the very storms and scars that define your testimony and show the world that God is real. The other thing that I find out the filter does is the filter changes how other people see you. The filter changes your appearance and changes how other people see you. The problem with that is that once you use a filter and people see you in such a way, then you spend the rest of your life trying to live up to a false image of who you are. You're not, you can't even be your true self because you're trying to live up to your social media image, what your pictures look like on Facebook or Instagram. And you spend so much time trying to live up to an image that has been created by a filter that's hiding and the things that very very well define you. Trying to make people think that you haven't suffered, that you haven't gone through, that you haven't struggled. That you don't have an off day, that you don't have a bad hair day, that you you always have your makeup and everything together. And you can spend your life trying to live up to a false image of who you are for the purpose of what? Impressing people you don't know? Trying to make people you don't like jealous of you? What is the purpose of using a filter and changing the image of who you truly are? The older you get and maybe I've simply arrived at that age. You get to a place where you recognize that I see God and I want to be the best version of myself, but I am who I am and I'm not going to fake or change who I am to make somebody else feel more comfortable. I shouldn't have to conceal or filter anything about myself, about who who I am, about what I represent or even about what I've been through. To make somebody else feel more comfortable about who I am. I am who God created me to be. And I'm not even ashamed of my storms and my trials because they all were working together for the good of them who love the Lord and them who are called according to his purpose. I don't need to filter out my testimony. I don't need to change my appearance so that I look better in someone else's lives. Because even if I try to filter and change who I look like in your eyes, God sees through all of that. God sees my heart. I might as well spend more time trying to be a better version of myself than putting out a false image and trying to live up the rest of my life to something that is not real. Something I always say about putting out something false and faking to, for the purpose of appeasing other people is that when you do that, when you fake who you are, you might cause God to deliver your blessing to a fake address because you're pretending to be somewhere that you actually are not. Be you, be true to who you are. Be happy, find joy in what God has created you to be. You are God's unique creation. You are God's intentional creation. You are purposeful and special in the eyes of God. You are a child of the King and heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. That I am all that God created me to be. And I have no need to filter out or be ashamed just because I've gone through a few storms. Those storms have played a part in making me who I am. So I'm not ashamed of what God has created me to be. I said the thing about the filter, one thing that you're concerned about with the filter is it tries to smooth out what may define you. The second thing I told you is the filter changes how you appear to other people. And the final thing I wanna share and I'm done is the filter has the ability to not only change how other people see you, but it can change how you see you. It can change how you see yourself. Often, if you're looking in the filter and you turn have the camera turned around and it's a selfie that you're creating for Snapchat or TikTok or whatever social media outlet that you're trying to, to, to look at, when you look at the screen, the screen doesn't just change your image for the purpose of other people. But when you look at the screen, you see yourself differently. It's changed how you appear in your own eyes. And another way of saying it, you may look at the screen and not even recognize who's looking back at you. I would hate to live a life to one day look at myself in the mirror and not even be able to recognize what I'm looking at. It might give me a false sense about who I am, and you know what? After you take the filter off, then you become ashamed of what you truly, how you truly appear. And there's no need to have shame in that. No need to be shameful of how you truly look. We need to stop pretending for the other people because it's like they say about lying. Some people lie so much to other people, they begin to believe the lies themselves they're living a false reality. I would rather live in the realness of who I am and have other people talk about me than to try and live a false narrative based on me trying to impress people who often I either do not know and the ones who I do know, they may not even care. Wouldn't it be interesting to note that I'm putting a filter on to impress somebody who doesn't even notice what I've done? Who should I spend my time trying to appease? Who should I spend my time trying to look good in the eyes of others? Or should I spend that energy being the best version of myself so that I can be pleasing in the eyes of God? We shared on on Sunday from the story of the 10 version, there were five wise and there were five foolish. And we were talking about the five foolish versions who had to leave after the bridegroom had arrived and the doors were shut. And when he looked out, he said, I do not know you, I do not recognize you. Wouldn't it be interesting to note that while we're spending so much time trying to feed and find an image and go after an image, that even God himself will not recognize. What's more important, that I look good in the eyes of men or that I portray the image that God desires of me so that when I go before him, he recognizes who I am. I'm determined to live a life that in the final day, when I go before God, God says to me, I know you. This is my son. This is my daughter. This is the person who has prayed and consecrated their life to me. I recognize you not because you portrayed a false image, but you did the thing that you're supposed to do instead of submitting your own image. You should spend more time reflecting the image of Christ in your life. Bible says, let your light so shine that men might see your good works, but yet glorify your father, which art in heaven. The greatest image you can portray is not a filtered image of yourself, but to reflect the image of God through your life. Why? Not just just for your own sake, but so that someone else can be blessed. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Let us work today and be dedicated and purposeful in trying to reflect not a filtered image of, of ourselves, but to reflect the image of Christ and allow him to shine through us so that others might be blessed and saved through our life and through our example. May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few moments that we shared your word with your people. Lord, help us, Lord, every day to fight the good fight to subdue our flesh, to allow your spirit to lead and guide us. Lord, allow our heart to go after you, just like David in the story. Lord, allow our heart to seek after you. Let's seek after your heart so that our heart might be changed, that our mind might be moved, that our feet might find the direction of your word, that we may walk in your path, that we may pursue your purpose, and that we may be pleasing in your sight every day of our lives. In Christ's name, I pray amen god bless you i pray that each of you who have been with us on tonight have been blessed by what you heard i pray that whatever you've heard that it was not only a blessing to you but that you'll be willing to share that word with somebody else so go ahead even after you've watched this you can go ahead and share this with someone else so that maybe it can be a blessing to them as well and as always i pray that you live every day with expectation with purpose and that you live with expect the, the anticipation that God is not through with you, but that He's about to do something great in your life that is going to blow your mind. I pray that over you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you are touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give a five download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line and in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity and we pray God's blessings on you And your gift.